0: listeners uh my name is james i'm joined with uh alex what's up everyone michael how's everyone doing and nick hey what's up and uh we are of course the fantasy Escape podcast again been a little while since uh we we have sat down and recorded anything these breaks are not intentional but uh, life just gets in the way yeah, stuff happens. Um but anything anything exciting happened in in your guys' uh life uh in the like past month I guess.
1: Uh me not particularly just working and going to school. Yeah, just work, just uh filling up the
0: schedule.
2: Yeah, That's mainly fun. just work for me.
0: Yeah, I'm gearing up towards uh gearing up towards the preseason here soon. Yeah. I like yeah. the... 2023 season has kind of unofficially started right now yeah Uh, obviously if you play dynasty it's it's a year-long commitment but uh get a lot of of redraft uh discussions on the twitter timeline which is always fun to see
1: um i I was just gonna say i saw on uh twitter that we're eight sundays away from sunday night football
0: that's crazy
1: yeah when is when does
0: when do the first preseason game starts? Is it like mid August?
1: Something like that. I don't know. Look it up.
0: Yeah, let me let me hit the Google real quick.
3: Yeah, it's the Hall of Fame game and I don't know what day that is.
1: I think that's early
3: August actually.
1: Probably. It's August twelfth. Oh, August tenth. I'm looking at the I guess the Saturday or Sunday, I don't know.
0: Thursday, August tenth is what Google tells me. Oh the no the 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 Hall of Fame game 3rd. is August 3rd. Dang. Yeah. Browns versus Jets. That's coming up. <laughs> Getting close. Um, but anyway, today uh, we're going to go over some, there's actually been quite a few pieces of news from the past couple days, but mainly today we're going to be looking over uh, uh, some of the startup drafts that we did with the, maybe some of the, you people listening and just giving our thoughts on how the draft went, I guess. Um, but yeah, uh, but before we do that, um, go over some news. So I think, I think the first thing to happen was Joe Mixon
1: restructuring for the Bengals, um, meaning he is probably
0: going to be just like the workhorse for Cincinnati this year. Um, Pretty exciting if you roster Joe Mixon, excuse me. And um, I do like Joe Mixon as a as a contending buy right now because I think he has a lot of upside if he just falls into the end zone a couple times. Um, he's he's kind of like nausea in a sense where like they're both like good enough to like not have them taken off the field, but they're not like they're obviously not like upper end running back talents but the usage is good enough to where they'll probably be very fantasy relevant you guys have any thoughts on joe mixon
1: no i agree with you um i mean yeah i don't really have anything to add to that because you kind of just hit the nail right on the head there
2: yeah i think joe mixon's probably going to be an even better fantasy candidate this year than last year considering uh samaj p ryan's gone and so our like running back room is just like less deep.
3: Yeah, that's that brings up a good point with uh Samaje being gone.
1: Yeah, they you saw that they really trusted Samaje with some of those third downs and uh just in the passing game too.
3: Yeah. He definitely took away opportunities for Mixon last year, but
0: yeah, this year will definitely be more productive, I think. And I think Mixon was second, I believe, in expected fantasy points per game, only behind Eckler. Um uh, so, I mean, he's gearing up for potentially, like, a top five-ish season. So, um, he'd, he'd be someone I'm interested in acquiring for, like, I don't know, when did he go in our startups like, 6th, 7th round. That seems like a pretty fair price to play right now.
1: Yeah, um, I wonder, do you know if it's, like, increased very much? Because that was before the contract restructure. I wonder if, like, you know. If it would even go up
3: that much i doubt it's changed drastically if any mm-hmm.
1: yeah he's still he's around aaron jones and keep trade cuts rankings
0: yeah i mean i love aaron jones but i think i definitely take, take mixing over him
1: yeah that's he's in the better offense for sure
0: um but yeah uh another running back news uh alvin kamara i think he did plead guilty to like a minor it wasn't like a serious felony It's like a minor thing, meaning he'll probably not get a lengthy suspension this year if he gets suspended at all. So if you've been holding Kamara, uh, probably the best outcome for you. Um, Any interest in Kamara at his price?
1: Uh, I know I got him in one league, and I was pretty happy with it. I can't remember exactly which one. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it was actually the i heart tight ends one but i mean he's falling that was before you like pleaded guilty you know or no contest right um, but either way i was happy with the price like just where he's falling now is with even with the potential like some jail time or like some suspension not jail time uh i think he can still give you enough to where it's a good investment and yeah I think- in the
3: same sort of boat here with me but I don't think I'm gonna be actively looking for acquiring him in the leagues
1: at the moment, but it could all change. I got it for context, I got him at the beginning of the eleventh.
0: Yeah, it's a good Oh wow, right? yeah. Um uh, I don't think he I don't I think his days of like being like a top end fantasy running back are probably over just because yeah. they did draft Kendra Miller and they signed Jamal Williams and to be honest it's just not a good enough offense to like really push the needle fantasy wise so uh but i could definitely see him being like a fringe rb1 this year Mm -hmm. and then the for the price you're paying that's that's a pretty good that's a pretty good uh low risk uh investment
1: yeah definitely
0: um probably the biggest news i'd say is deandre hopkins signing with the tennessee titans um we talked about d hop on our last episode obviously a lot of us said the the chiefs and probably the bills were the were the ideal landing spot but unfortunately that did not happen um but you guys are you guys interested in d hop and subsequently uh, what do you what do you think about Traylon Burks going forward?
1: Uh, Traylon, I don't think is like drastically affected. Like obviously this year he's going to lose targets, but mm-hmm. as far as like future, I still love Traylon. Now with D Hop, I am I'm like kind of interested in his in a buy. Uh, I mean, looking at it, he's right around Keenan Allen. Like last year, what we saw with him, he still he's definitely still got it. So. Right. You know, paying like, like, this is thing like early, I'm looking at keep trade cuts. It's like early 24 second Keenan Allen, Michael Mayer and Desmond Ritter. So it just depends on the owner. Um, if I'd want to buy him, but I think like, if you can get them for the right price, it's a very solid buy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But obviously if you're contending.
2: Yeah, I think Traylon will be fine. Uh, I don't think sending Hopkins changes his value too much. It does hurt it, but uh, the Titans run so much uh, 12 personnel that usually uh, it doesn't affect wide receiver twos all that much. So, like, we would see Adam Thielen with Justin Jefferson. Like, Adam Thielen was still very fantasy relevant at the height of Justin Jefferson's career. Uh, and so, usually in 12 personnel, the second wide receiver is fine. Yeah,
3: same sort of thought. There's not much that I think can be in this deal that can hurt Traylon's value. Um, however, I am just kind of hesitant because I don't really like that Titans offense. At least what it, we saw of it last year. And if it's gonna, you know, do anything to hurt, hurt Hopkins value, but I don't really think it, uh, impacts Brooks at all.
0: <clears throat> Sorry. What do you guys, what do you guys think of, um, the Titans in general? Cause obviously they drafted Will Levis at the top of the second round. Um, But you have to think, like, signing Hopkins means they're looking to start Tannehill the whole season. So, I don't know. I think Tannehill is one of the better quarterback buys right now. Uh, You could probably get him for, like, a late second. Um, And I, I think he was just a QB1, like, two years ago when he was throwing to, like, actual NFL wide receivers. And not randomly generated Madden characters named Nick Westbrook Akine. Um, so, yeah, I, I I do like buying Ryan Tannehill. Um, so, I think he is a bit underrated.
1: So, I'm with you on that. Um, and I do, I believe that unless he gives them a reason to start Will Levis, the job's his all year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Levis is a very raw prospect from what we've seen. So right. I don't think it's really that much in danger, and you are like absolutely correct that he has not been throwing to like real receivers besides like Traylon. And Traylon was hurt for a lot of last year, if I remember correctly. Right. Um. But yeah, uh, with DeAndre Hopkins and Traylon, like you're really like surrounding ten. It, it, you're buying him as a QB two. You're not buying him as a QB one. And the fact that he had a QB one two uh, season two two years ago is like um I mean that's just like another plus yeah
0: yeah um looking at this chart um trying to see who's by uh, judah Ford gang throw the damn ball uh pff it's a chart of percentage of accurate throws to open wide receivers versus percentage of throws to open receivers and according to this chart, uh, Ryan Tannehill had the second worst uh, percentage throws to open receivers in the entire NFL last year. Meaning that, like he just he was not throwing like none of his receivers were getting open, basically. Um, but he has quite a high uh, percentage of accurate throws to two open receivers. He's actually beating out guys like. Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts. He's slightly ahead of Kirk Cousins. Um, and he's even ahead of, like, Patrick Mahomes. So, Brian Tanner is a good passing quarterback. It's like, like we said, he, like, literally had no one to throw to last year. But, uh, anyway, uh, we did some, some startup drafts. Uh, like, we finished them up over the past month. And, uh, we're gonna give you guys our thoughts on them today um i guess the first one we'll go over is our two tight end league called i heart tight ends league um let me pull up the startup the actual draft here i guess first of all um what did you guys think of the draft because i think this is a lot of our first time doing anything uh, like too tight end did it go like how you expected it to go or was it was it kind of weird
1: I I found it to be like I'm mean, obviously like two tight ends I found it to be really weird for me like obviously <clears throat> like like you said this is our like probably all of our first time doing this uh so when I was going through I my rule for myself was I wasn't going to reach on a tight end and I ended up with just with just Juwan Johnson right now but you know I pl- I obviously plan on making a trade not for one of the top guys but You know, I I just couldn't go against my principles, even with this league having, like, two tight ends. Mm -hmm.
0: I feel you, because my tight end one is uh, Chico That's That kind of got shot. Um, Yeah, I kind of had the same problem as the two of
3: you. I kind of waited too long to go after tight ends, because my starting tight end is Isaiah Likely.
1: Well, there (laughs) was a lot of reaching, for sure.
2: Yeah. I think they, the tie done turned out pretty good. I got Mark Andrews and Dalton Schultz.
3: Yeah, yeah you're people. chilling. Yeah, you're chilling. Just rubbing I'll our faces, it. Nick. Just keep rubbing it in.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but I drafted Trey Lance before I realized like the 49ers actually hated him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come on, he'll be good when he's back, right? And then the 49ers were like, we will give anybody uh, Trey Lance for a fifth jesus what did he have to do to lose this much trust and like play two games <laughs> this is incredible
3: Dude, it's, it's just sad like jeez
0: yeah rip rip Trey Lance. um just looking through it though i mean you have guys like tj hawkinson the second um uh, i was expecting like the tier one tight ends like Pitts andrews kelsey to go somewhere in round two but obviously like hopkinson it's just kind of i guess it just kind of like pushes up all the pushes up really all the tight ends but you still see some like good value especially later in the draft um uh, when it comes to tight ends um but how do you how do you did you guys like like your drafts in general like uh do you feel like there's some things you could have did better or are you pretty satisfied with them?
2: I know one thing I could have done better, which was realize it was a dynasty best ball and not regular best ball.
0: This yeah. is the two tight end one. Uh,
2: we'll get to that. Oh, one. We'll yeah. get to that one later. But uh,
3: I guess I'm happy with most of my results. I just really wish I was able to get a better tight end, but I can always fix that later.
1: I Personally, I'm really happy with mine. Um, mm. obviously I wish I could have gotten a, like another tight end, but for me, like I wouldn't even like, I wouldn't like reach on any of them if I had to go back and draft cause it's just like, you know, like Goddard went like in the fourth round, which it's pretty early for me and like Fryermuth in the fifth and Nujoku in the sixth. Like, that just seems like it's a little too much for me, mm. but like, because like people were reaching on them like that, like, I'm really happy with the rest of my team. So, like, you can look at it different ways, but I thought it was a pretty solid draft for me, at least.
0: Yeah, I was able to secure uh, Kyler, Lamar, and Russ as my quarterback, so I'm pretty happy with that. Um, oh, yeah. I've gotten... I'm so exposed to Kyler and Dynasty right now. Like, he'll <laughs> legit financially cripple me if he's not good. <laughs> um, but, yeah... Uh, my tight ends are all right. I got Chig, Hayden Hurst, Mike Jacecki, Logan Thomas, uh, Jelani. Um, so I feel like I was able to get some good value later in the draft, but no, like no like studs. You know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, was there anyone? Was there anyone in like all three of these drafts where like I'm trying to walk away with three of this guy? Like, anyone you, like, really liked at value where you're, like, trying to get them in every league?
1: I wouldn't say I had anyone like that in particular for me. Like, where I wanted them in all three. Because I, I really like to kind of diversify But you know, like, some guy that I was really hoping to get. Maybe, like, not in all three, like I said, but, like, I'd be really happy if I got in, like, two of them. Like, Bryce Young. And, like, I just, I'm really excited for him. So, I was able mm-hmm. to get him in this two tight end league, so I was really happy.
0: Yeah, for me some of those guys that i mentioned obviously like i said uh kyler uh i got him in two out of the three leagues um I'm, i really like jelani woods he's pro- i think he's like my most owned tight end at this point i got him in all three um mike joseki was someone i was targeting late uh Deonte i think i got him in two and i was also targeting d hop uh I, I know I got them in at least one, but yeah, I was, I was pretty happy with uh, my, uh, I guess my intentions for a lot of these drafts and how they, how they played out. Any other thoughts on the two tight end league? Uh, Not much at that point.
1: Yeah. Nothing sticks out just except like just how far, like some people fell because of like the emphasis on the tight end. It was, a, it, it made it a very unique draft and like, I, it mm-hmm. just adds to it, and I really, I highly encourage people. You know, as you're joining more dynasty leagues, like try different formats like this.
0: Yeah. All right, moving on to the best ball league. Um, now, I'm not gonna lie, I went kind of crazy in this one. I just really wanted to get some wild players here, try to kind of try a different strategy. So, uh, a trade I did right away was I traded. Um, traded away the 106 I believe for a second round startup pick a first and I think it was like a like a seventh or something like that so uh, my uh, my strategy in this one was just kind of get get as many like picks and like eighth to tenth round uh, startup picks as possible just because I really like that range in startups, and in best ball, you're kind of just throwing darts at the board. It's not really about, like... It's much more about, like, spreading your team points out, if that makes sense, versus, like, having one player that scores, like, a shit ton of points. Yeah. So, I was able to get Dak in the second, which I was pretty happy with. My other quarterbacks are a little rough. (laughs) I only have Trey Lance, but... It is what it is. I feel like my wider receivers turned out really well. Um, and I was able to get Darren Waller too, which I was pretty happy with. Uh, what were your guys' uh, thoughts on, on your team in this league? And did you have a strategy kind of going into it?
1: I didn't have a strategy like you did. Um, I kind of took it at a similar rate as I do every, like, every draft I do. Obviously, I kept in mind that it was a best ball league. Uh, like, you know, just picking for the best value as soon as my pick got up, like, I don't know, like, there wasn't much else to it than that. I will say, like, what I'm really happy is I got, like, probably, I think my one share of Anthony Richardson in this one. Nice. So, nice. I'll be yeah, I'll be really happy with that. I'm expecting, at least.
0: Yeah. I'm I think okay. I got my only share of almond rock in this one, which I was pretty happy with. Yeah, yeah I was good. pretty
2: happy to get Justin Fields for the first time. Uh, I wasn't happy to take him over Joe Burrow uh, after I realized this was Dynasty, but you know <laughs> maybe for one season it could work out. Yeah, I also got my first share of Bryce Young, so I don't think he's gonna go crazy as a rookie, but be pretty exciting to see his career.
0: I was able to get Deontay in this one as well, and I was able to get my guy Drake London, the slowest player to ever play football. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm pretty happy with this team, honestly. Uh, obviously, I would I would like a better QB two than than Trey Lance, but uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes sometimes it works that way. Maybe I'll be able to buy uh, Ryan Tannehill, like I mentioned. Yeah, because along with uh, all the players that I got, uh, I was able to stock up on two extra first rounders and an extra second, so I was pretty happy with that. How that turned out. Um, but yeah, any more thoughts on this lead? Uh,
3: not really. No, no, not much.
0: So moving on to our 14 man league. Um, this one, I didn't really have a strategy going into it, except that I wanted two good quarterbacks, uh, was able to get another, another share of Kyler. Um, and I really just kind of drafted players that. I don't know i like but like don't have a lot of exposure to i guess like in this one i have like christian watson brandon iuk um uh rashad white players like that and i i did get jameson williams as well so i don't know just felt like being different in this one I'll diversify i guess but i also have josh allen so that that definitely helps you play around with your with your uh, roster a little bit, having that elite Q E one. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: I honestly I kinda took a similar approach to you like uh kind of diversifying in this one when I'm looking at it uh just like I'm looking at like three rounds in a row, I got my first share of these guys, Kittle, McLaurin and Cooper. Mari Cooper. So, like that was fun for me. But like I I did just realize this too. Like I got Devonte Adams in this one and the best ball one. So I guess he was someone that I really liked at cost when we were doing this. And I realized
0: there weren't a lot of trades in this one, um, which I guess it is a charity league. So uh, I guess I don't know. I guess that kind of makes sense. But it'd be interesting to see because the last charity league we we held, uh, trades kind of got a little little crazy, which is fun. Um, curious to see how how all these leagues play out.
1: Yeah, um, I think like maybe maybe the like i'm just like thinking out loud here but like maybe with a 14 man and a startup people are just a little more inclined to like play it safe with their picks Mm -hmm. at least that's like kind of how i felt like i was like okay i gotta make this pick count because you know by sixth and seventh round it's like oh my gosh yeah i don't have much and this is looking rough
2: yeah 14 man like you miss like one or two picks and your your team feels like the worst thing ever and so you got to be like pretty safe.
0: Also got Saquon. Um, so yeah. Feeling pretty okay about. I, we also didn't talk about uh Saquon and Jacobs. No, oh, no, we didn't. Oh yeah. They're not them not getting signed. Um, do you guys think there's a possibility that they hold out this year?
1: I don't know. Have we really even seen anyone hold out since Levion? Not really. I feel like uh it doesn't seem to me that either of them are the type of guys that would but you never know. I, like I'm definitely concerned cuz I have like two or three shares of Josh Jacobs.
2: I could mm-hmm. see Josh Jacobs actually holding out. I don't see Saquon, Saquon doing, doing, it. doing
1: it. Yeah, I'm more lean that Saquon wouldn't and Jacobs would, but maybe I don't know. I'm just trying to calm my own nerves here.
0: Yeah. I don't really see a reason for them to. Maybe I'm just Speaking from a fantasy perspective, but like, I don't know, like with a position like running back, it does kind of suck, but you kind of just have to take what you get in terms of money. I don't know. That, that's my thing.
1: They're going to, they're going to get paid pretty good. I know they want the long, long-term deal, you know, to lock up their futures, Like they're going right. to get paid pretty damn good and it will lock up, it should lock up their future to like play one year. But like, I, I get both sides. I do. Um,
0: it's it's such reality. Because, like, running back is like legit, like, probably the least important position in football, but there are also a lot of like humans behind uh, that position. Like, so it, it, you definitely want to see players get paid, but at the same time, you understand like the organization's not wanting to shell out all that money for such a replaceable position.
1: Yeah, it just sucks. Really, mm. like, you know, I really, I love watching Joe Mixon play, not as much last year, but it just sucks to like to be realistic about it as an NFL fan, and you know, it's not worth paying him this much as as much as you love those players.
0: Right. I mean, the Chiefs just won the Super Bowl, and they had seventh round Isaiah Pacheco and Jerick McKinnon as their primary running backs.
1: Yeah, I mean, look at the Eagles' running backs too. Like, I think Miles Sanders is still on his rookie deal, and, uh, That's
0: right,
1: yeah. and Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott. I mean, like, it's just like you said, it's just not at all like it's like the least important position now. Like, just with our current NFL offensive schemes. Yeah,
0: I don't have the numbers to back this up in terms of like uh, wins above replacement level, uh, but I do feel like running backs that make a difference the passing game guys like Christian McCaffrey Eckler um, saquon do probably are probably worth paying more so than like just like two down grinders just because what they do is more like irreplaceable if that makes sense
1: yeah I um, agree with that like yeah. on a level I did, you know it's about the numbers is hard to say for sure. Just
0: because like you don't have,
1: sense. Sorry.
0: You don't have to take them off the field in any circumstance. Eckler's a little different because you kinda have to take them off the field in some because you just don't want that guy getting like two hundred touches. Um but like guys like Saquon, Jacobs, I feel like I don't know, you don't they're like true or coarse. I don't know. I'm just spitballing, but it kinda sucks. Um but yeah, so we talked about players we were targeting. Was there anyone you were like, I'm probably not gonna draft this dude in in all three of these leagues like was there anyone you were looking to avoid?
1: Hmm. the, the one one that guy comes to, Oh, go ahead Nick. One that
2: I wasn't looking to like avoid, but like I would have never drafted because other people would draft him before. I guess too, I think, Anthony Richardson was the first his like price got like really high uh just recently and then another is Garrett Wilson who a lot of people think is going to be like a top three to five receiver and I just don't see him being I would just put him on the same tier as Chris Olave and so usually Olave going later I would just never pick up Wilson
3: right yeah I can understand
2: that
1: I get that too yeah. Like, yeah, because like, I feel
2: like people are like expecting well, Rogers to be prime again. And I just don't know if that's possible.
3: No, I don't think it is really
2: at all right now. Like we saw with Manning, what happens to like your arm strength when you hit that age?
3: Manning was also an interesting case because his neck injury basically made his hand numb.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot about that.
3: But yeah, you, you, it does make sense because I mean, if you, you want to look at arm strength you, at that age, you kind of want to look at. Rivers and Roethlisberger—they mm-hmm. kind of showed that limit.
1: <clears throat> yeah, like as for me, like someone I—I I like actually did avoid at cost was Trey Lance because I have him in one league and I just I don't want any more of the risk.
3: It's fair. Yeah, he was
0: somebody that I avoided quite a bit. Having Trey Lance, uh, it's, it gives you uh gives you heart conditions sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so, if you've been following the account, you probably know the guys I'm about to talk about. Talking uh Kenneth Walker, Najee, and uh, I guess George Pickens. Um, I, I just really have no interest in Walker and Najee at cost. I just feel like there's so much better values at running back, uh, especially with guys like Nixon and uh, James Conner, Kamara. Further down the board, um, and then Pickens. Apparently, I got we got shouted out um, on another podcast for being the number one uh, George Pickens haters on the internet. So that was that was pretty funny. Um, so to keep on brand, uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't I wasn't interested in George Pickens. Although I will say, um, his value just keeps falling. And like eventually it'll get to a point where I'm interested, even if it's like only slightly. Uh, but yeah, I didn't get any pickings uh, in these drafts either. Uh, any other avoids that you guys can think of? Hey,
1: I'm pretty sure I avoided him too. Pickings? Like just, yeah, just adding on to yours real quick. Yeah. It's like his cost, like, like you said, is still just a little too high. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we don't. I mean, just go check the Twitter, and you'll see what James has said that we all pretty much agree with about George Pickens.
0: Although I will say, I think it was the two tight end league. He fell to like some ridiculous price, and I was like, okay, if he falls to my pick again, I'm just gonna have to I'm just gonna have to draft him. Maybe that was Kenneth kind of Walker. Think about it. Actually, the walker fell to the sixth round. Which is
2: really funny. Um Rex Charbonnet's got him in hell.
0: True. Okay, George Pickens fell to the ninth, which honestly in the ninth round, I don't mind picking. Yeah. yeah. Seems about right.
1: I remember I thought about taking him at my pick. Uh,
0: another big avoid for me, um, I'm not huge on Justin Fields and dynasty. I think he'll do fine for this year. Like he's a really good uh, runner, but I feel like I feel like the price of Fields isn't baking into the fact that he's kind of sucked so far, and like technically he's going into the last year of his rookie deal. So if he's bad again this year, it's it's kind of a real possibility that they just don't pick up his fifth year option. Wait, no. He's going into his third year. Yeah, next year would be so Yeah. Uh so he's going into the second last year of his rookie deal. Um but yeah, I don't know. Um he's just someone that I'm like he's probably priced fairly, but like I just don't have much interest in Fields. Um let's see. Any uh any like Really deep down the board, uh, guys. You guys were happy to get.
1: Uh, I liked Thielen. in this. Like, I got him in the uh, tight ends league in the sixteenth round at the end of the sixteenth round. I was cool. really happy with that. So I think, I mean, like, he's not gonna ball out necessarily, but I mean, you know, at, like at that range, I felt like he was a really like solid pick. Might get a few right. good games out of him on a bye right. week, hopefully.
0: I'm happy I was able to snag up uh, Hayden Hurst and uh, Mike Gisecki in a couple of these leagues.
1: Yeah, I feel like uh, is has uh, slept on.
0: Because mm-hmm. he's, a- he's going to get used basically as just like a wide receiver. Uh, and obviously that generally produces fantasy points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I
3: think... There's nothing really... That- yeah, yeah, there's nobody I can really talk about them like beyond excited for that. I got in like later rounds as mm-hmm. I went after a lot of younger prospects that I think still have a lot to show for themselves, which I do think they'll show, which I did get Sean Tucker like very late in, in like very late rounds in two of the leagues, which if anybody listens to the podcast, know that I l- liked them before the draft.
1: Yeah, that was a hard fall,
3: a very hard fall. I I was
1: with you on the hype train.
3: It was like watching Justin Ross fall last year. Yeah. Which I saw he got cleared of medical issues. Yeah.
1: I thought, Uh, like, I think it was in the um, basketball league. LaVisca Chenault fell to be in the 24th round.
0: Yeah, he's someone I'm, like, mildly interested in, I guess. Yeah. Um, Because he is a pretty special talent. Uh, I guess if anyone were to be used in a debo role he would kind of fit the bill um what do you what do you guys think your favorite of the three what do you guys think your favorite uh draft that you did was like of your three teams
2: uh so i, I my here i'll go for a uh i looked my uh two tight end league Uh, Because I think I got like a solid amount of wide receivers. And I think I think Jared Goff's actually like a pretty good uh, I wouldn't say he's the best starting quarterback, but I think he's a good quarterback to have for the cost I got him. Right. And then I like my two tight ends. And then I had some pretty young running backs like Jameer Gibbs.
1: I'm still kind of deciding. I think mine's between the best ball and the two tight ends. Probably probably win the best ball. Huh?
0: My two favorite are those as well.
1: The fourteen man one, like I could have drafted perfect in it, and I just still won't love it the way it is. It just doesn't look as sexy as the other ones,
0: right? Yeah.
1: But yeah. I, that's, I've, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I I feel like they went really well, and like mm-hmm. I don't know, I like for me personally, I like the more I've played, the like less I like had the tendency to want to reach on guys and it's just like kind of cool to see that process pan out
0: right yeah i think uh i think i think these leagues turned out pretty well um it's always fun you know interacting with people of the dynasty community um some of you guys are a bit eccentric we'll say but it's all love uh i will say i will never set up three leagues at the same time again (laughs) (laughs) That was a chore, uh, yeah. But we might do some more next off season. You never know. Uh, I do think I do like uh, the idea of like doing a different like scoring format uh, charity league every year. Uh, I don't know if it'll actually be every year, but I don't know. Uh, it's definitely fun. Like Alex said, like playing with some of the roster settings and constructions and like building your team based off that because you know these these 12 teams start 11 it, they're they're always fun but like you want to you want to be able to differentiate your teams at the end of the day yeah although i'll never do a one quarterback dynasty league. that's 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 disgusting um yeah i get i get some one quarterback trade questions and i'm just like <laughs> I don't know. I don't like.
3: I don't know. How, I don't know how like, you play you that. Still
1: playing that, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How, how can you suffer
3: through
0: a league with that? well yeah. Um. Shout out to everyone in the leagues if you're able to get in. Um. And I think that's all we got for today's episode. Oh, uh, uh, one second. I think we have to. We got
3: shouted out by another podcast a few weeks ago, and I'm.
0: Was that like the one to... where we were called George Pickens haters?
3: Oh yeah. 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 Just like to the thank them. <laughs> yeah. Let me see if I can pull up their names real quick. Yeah. I wanted to find them. Who was that? I'm trying to look Looks through my like
0: Spotify. The Cruise Dynasty Podcast. Yeah, that, that's right, the Cruise. So shout out yeah. to them um uh, for talking about us, I guess. Uh it's pretty it's pretty funny. I, I listened to their their segment regarding us is is pretty uh it's pretty humorous uh, but yeah um uh good luck as we gear up towards the beginning of the 2023 season uh hopefully you guys are able to get some some trades in before the season officially kicks off um go buy yourself some kyler murray and some Ryan Tannehill. uh That's right. And Ryan Tannehill. And uh, until next time, we shall see you guys later. Adios, everyone. See ya.
1: See ya.